Welcome to the Lax Goalie Rat Podcast. Every week, we'll be talking shop with lacrosse goalies, coaches, and special guests. This is the Lax Goalie Rat Podcast. Now your host, Coach Damon Wilson. Ah, uh, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, goalies from around the world, welcome to the Lax Goalie Rat Podcast, the only show 100% dedicated to what some call the hardest position in team sports. It's what I call a passion. That's right, we're talking about lacrosse goalies. I'm your host, Coach Damon Wilson, and in this show, it's my job to interview the elite goalies in our sport to tease out the techniques, the tactics, the mental mindsets that they have that you can use in your game. In this week's episode, we have another elite goalie, one of the 12 goalies making the move to the new professional league, Gunnar Walt, the all-time save leader at Bryant University. He was a Tawaritan Award semifinalist, which is pretty impressive as a goalie. And at 5'11", 240, Gunnar definitely has a unique style, and we talk about that quite a bit in this podcast. In addition to his training regiment, what he learned from goalies like John Galloway and Scott Rogers, his favorite goalie drills, why you have to struggle to build mental confidence, and how he gets out of slumps. Gunner's currently living in San Diego by the airport, and we're treated to a couple flyovers during this podcast. But you know what? It's all worth it because he drops tons and tons of gems throughout this episode. I'm sure you're going to love it. So please enjoy this conversation with Gunner Walt. This podcast is, of course, brought to you by the Lax Goalie Rat Online Camp. So listen, if you're a parent or a coach out there, you need to understand how to develop a lacrosse goalie. Otherwise, you're hurting their development. I've seen it over and over, and that's why I developed the Lax Goalie Rat Online Camp. This is the best online lacrosse goalie training product that exists. It'll teach you everything you need to know. You got the mental, the physical, the technical, you got drills, you got bad habits, you got off-the-field tips, you got lacrosse IQ, you got a backyard training session, you name it, it's in there. And after going through this material, you're going to understand how to develop an elite lacrosse goalie. It's available at laxgoalierat.com slash goal. That's laxgoalierat.com slash goal. My next guest on the Lax Goalie Rat podcast is Gunnar Walt, a ex-member of Bryant University and newest member of the PLL. Gunner, welcome to the show. Well, thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. So I'd love to hear the story of how you started playing goalie. Yeah, absolutely. Um, kind of unique, you know, I, what, what do I would imagine most goalies, how they get thrown into it. Nobody volunteered at halftime and, you know, gave my hat and name in the, in the ring and suited up and, you know, growing up from probably first grade to I started playing in first grade till eighth grade. I think it was, I, I would play, always play a half a goalie and a half a defense. So I'd always play in the field um, and play a half in goal. Uh, freshman and sophomore year, I played defense in high school for the JV team. And it wasn't until my junior year of high school t- did I switch over to being a full-time goalie. So just kind of got, thrown in there and 
Um, always been the last line of defense in, in terms of any sport I played. So, you know, it was kind of felt natural. Awesome. That's interesting. I, I hear that from a lot of goalies um, is kind of like starting out, not necessarily as goalie or starting out as maybe 50-50 split. I think yep. that's a pretty good piece of advice, don't you? Oh, absolutely. It, it, you know, there's always a lot of kids that um, that want to play the position. And, you know, I know coaches in the youth space, they like to rotate goalies, you know, every, all the not every kid wants to get pelted with shots 24-7 the whole game. So, you know, instead of sitting on the bench, improve the stick skills, get out there, play attack, midi defense, whatever it is, and, you know, just staying active. Yeah, and it also helps if you oh, eventually – Yeah, if you eventually make the switch to be – uh, a full-time goalie, what you mm-hmm. learn both in terms of, you know, lacrosse IQ, how to play D, uh, you know, how people dodge, all that yep. stuff, stick skills, all that comes into play when you decide to be a full-time, a full-time goalie. For sure. Absolutely. It gives you a better knowledge of the game, feel for the game, flow a bit, um, improves the communication skills. And like you said, you know, knowing what that offensive presence feels like as you're immerse yourself in it, if you play attack or, or midi so. Yeah. Now, was it something that just came really natural for you or was there like maybe a camp that you went to like a big aha moment where you're like, it just started clicking or just kind of a more gradual progression? Yeah, I think it was just kind of natural, to be honest. Um, like I said, in any sport I played, when I, I played baseball growing up. I was a catcher, soccer. I was a goalie, played a little hockey. I was a goalie. So I was always in that last line of defense uh, position and, you know, had good hand-eye coordination drill and good hand-eye coordination in general. So it just kind of fit, fit the glove pretty well. Nice. So Gunner was not afraid of uh, balls or pucks being thrown his way, huh? No, absolutely. <laughs> Embrace the contact. I like it. I love it. Um, you know, every goalie, including yourself, plays a little bit of a different style. Um, mm-hmm. So many different elements. How, how would you describe your style of goalie play? Yeah. No, I'm kind of a bigger guy, not so much tall wise, but wide. Um, so I like to cut off angles and just really attack the ball. You know, I don't sit back and wait, you know, I got, I feel like I have pretty quick hands. So, um, the hard 45 degree angle step guy and, and always want to meet that ball with force. So. Yeah. I like it. Um, what, what is your height and weight? If you don't mind me asking. Yeah. So I am five eleven to 40. Okay. So a lot of, a lot of goalies, um, you know, I'm like five, eight, one sixty, So definitely like a smaller <laughs> Adam Gittleman right. style. Absolutely. Yeah. Kind of goalie. But when goalies come to me and they're that, they're that size, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't often know what tips to give them. Um, so how would you say goalies who are a little bit bigger, uh, mm-hmm. you know, what, are, what, what's your advice for them? Yeah. I mean, use the size to your advantage. You know, don't, um, I like to play a little, not size, not a high arc, but I play a true five step and um, not sitting back in the goal where I can use my frame to cut off angles. And I think that's the biggest thing. If you if you have a wide frame, use that to your advantage. Cut off the angles. Make sure you're giving up both sides of the net equally. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, if you want to shade closer to your off six side to support yourself there, obviously in the weak that's our um, that would be our weakest uh, position. Um, just use that to your to your advantage. You know create a little wider base so you can get even a little more um even more width in your stance yeah. and your and and your presentation to the shooter but you don't want to compromise your footwork you know being too wide where you're not stepping the correct way and stepping and attacking the, that ball so yeah absolutely and then my other tip too i sometimes say and i want to see what you think is you got to be in tremendous shape i mean you could be a bigger guy yeah. 
but you still got to be in really good shape. And I imagine you can absolutely the off to, to be that way. Would you agree with that? A hundred percent. You have to, especially if you're playing at the, any level nowadays. I mean, the conditioning program is intense. Weightlifting is intense. You know, you got to be able to um, survive and thrive during practice. And a lot of that has to do with conditioning and running. I mean, you're in, I know at Bryant, we, we would do full, full field stick work. You got to be able, got to be in good enough shape in order to um, get through that. So um, certainly size, shape doesn't matter got to be in shape if you're playing uh, at the collegiate level or even at the high school level. Yeah. Any, any level, any level sure. really. Cause it's, um, you know, we'll talk about the mental game later on in this, in this interview, but as soon as you get tired and as goalies, we don't do much running, but no. let's say you chase a shot out or you do like a full field sprint and you're not yep. in shape. Like the mental piece is the first thing to go. Absolutely. You know, so it's, so being in shape is, is, uh, it is tremendous. So I guess sticking on that theme, what, what do you do? What's your workout like these days? Um, I yep. guess both gym wise and lacrosse wise, like what, what, what's your training regimen look like? Yeah. So right now, um, actually my roommate is playing in the PLL as well. Um, attackman Jay Carlson, me and him went to high school together and we're living out in San Diego right now. So we are, we have been for the past, I'd say five months or so. Um, we had a trainer out here who we came but became buddies with, wrote us up a uh, regimen, and we've just been following that five to six days a week, um, as well as throwing in some conditioning. So, you know, stairmaster running for uh, distance, elliptical, you know, swimming, doing things to switch it up. Uh, nowadays, especially, it's a little tougher now. You really got to push yourself um, once you're post college to uh, stay true to the weight room, stay true to the conditioning part of the game. Um, cause in college, you know, it's pretty easy because they have you on a strict schedule. So, um, you know, hitting the weights hard and just finding uh, a program that fits for you. And we were fortunate enough to find that. That's good. That's great. That's great. Um, what about as you went from that youth level to high school, to Bryant, to, to the pros, how would you say your goalie game has changed or evolved if at all? Right. You know, you try to stay too stay true to some uh, core principles and core values in your game, but you always have to adapt. I know in college, I changed my stance around a couple of times and um, changed the way I um, approach the game and, and my in-game situations a couple of times because, you know, some things I got a little stagnant at times. So, and the things I weren't, wasn't doing uh, work was currently doing weren't working. So, you know, I have felt like I needed to switch things up and it worked. So, you know, obviously the biggest difference is shot speed. You know, these guys can bring it um, as you increase the, that level um, going from youth to high school to college to pros. But, um, you know, trying to just stay true to yourself, uh, true to what got you in that position because you know it worked. You know, you didn't get there for no reason. Um, and staying, but being able to adapt and modify here and there. Uh, my stance a little bit, you know, I would occasionally widen my feet out, take up more space. You know, if I felt like I wasn't stepping uh, quick enough to the ball, I'd narrow it down and start chopping my feet. Um, I learned that from Johnny Galloway, looked up to that guy, um, watching him play. And I would always watch him start chopping his feet when he would prepare, when a shot would get ready to come. And I found that really interesting. So I tried it a couple of times at practice and found it to be useful. So um, anytime that I felt like I needed to get my feet moving, um, in a hurry, I would start mm -hmm. doing that. That's interesting. Yeah. I, I got to get him on the show and t talk about that feet chopping thing. Cause Absolutely. That's, that's definitely a, um, something that's so unique. Yeah, for sure. 
one thing that I've been kind of experimenting with um, is like, you know how tennis players, I, I don't know if you follow tennis at all, but like as soon as the ball's about to be bit. hit, they do this kind of like little, kind of like. Just kind of like a load up. Yeah, like a load up, like hop. So Absolutely. you're ready to explode in either direction. Um, and just, just, you know, kind of a pre-shot prep for when you know yeah. the shot is imminent, right? Right. So Absolutely. So, you know, th- there's a lot of different thinking on that, and that's kind of ties into, you know, not one goalie is the same, and this position can't be taught one strictly yeah. one way because it's so unique, different body types like we talked about, different mindsets, different skill sets that different goalies have, you know, you're going to look at 10 different goalies. It's going to be 10 different um, ways to approaching a shot stance, all that jazz. Um, What I think about it is in terms of me personally, I don't, I'm not a big fan of loading up. I like to try to stay as still as possible and just Mm -hmm. barrel, uh, stare down the barrel of that, um, of the head of that stick and try to pick up the ball as quick as possible. So um, I feel like if I'm, still relaxed that's the way i quick pick it up quickest yeah yeah it's uh like you said there's so many variations and um that still fit within the fundamentals right absolutely yeah so you know as long as you're like respecting those fundamentals Mm -hmm. you could even experiment like you did like sometimes you know with my feet just a little bit wider sometimes maybe my hands just a little bit lower again sure being athletic in an athletic position which is you know the fundamentals but mm-hmm. a lot of range to play with that. And even like you said, depending upon how you feel that day. So it doesn't have right. to be a fixed thing. So that, that's absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. hundred percent. Cool. You mentioned um, coach John Galloway. Are there, are there any other lacrosse goalies? Um, I don't know if I call them idols, but people that you've learned from and, and uh, incorporated elements into your own game. Yeah. I think he was really the biggest one. I'm, he was obviously the, the, the pinnacle of goalies. Um, I think when I was in high school and he was at the college level at Syracuse and watching him and watching his approach to the game and how he, you know, the thing that stood out to me was the chopping the feet, you know? So, and that was the biggest thing that I took out of it. And it's stuff I applied to my game in college um, that I really liked and I found useful. Um, another guy is obviously Scotty Rogers, you know, his kind yeah. of his big frame, how he cut off angles. That's something I, I like to try to emulate as well. That's great. And you're a lefty too, right? Correct. Yeah. Nice. A lot of similarities there. For sure. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, How about any specific, you know, we mentioned kind of your workout routine, but any specific like goalie drills that you really like that, um, that really help you, you know, up your game? Yeah. Um, In terms of goalie specific drills, I think there's some certain um, lifts and stuff that you can do in the weight room in terms of flexibility hip flexors having strong legs that's the thing i think um is the biggest thing if you're looking for goalie specific drills in the weight room in terms of outside i think juggling and any hand-eye coordination drill you know obviously the best drill i think is just seeing shots you know the more shots you see the better you're going to get yeah. um uh, i saw that in myself i saw that when i was a junior and senior and our freshman came in you know, they saw a ton of shots during practice and you saw their growth um, by the end of the season. So ultimately it comes down to just seeing a bunch of shots, but you know, any hand-eye coordination drills in terms of uh, juggling, throwing a juggling against the wall. Um, I like to do a hand speed drill that my face off guy used to do in college every day where it's kind of going over the, bringing the ball over the stick and just going as fast as you can and touching the opposite side. So those kind of drills and just in the weight room in terms of um, 
specific lifts, legs, legs. Those, that's where you generate all your power and the footwork. So, yep. Yep. Absolutely. Um, that's great. Um, is there, was there a time in your career where you were a backup and, um, you know, how did you handle that situation continuing to improve? Well, you know, not necessarily getting the playing time or getting the reps with the ones. Right. Absolutely. Um, so my red, I redshirted my freshman year. Um, so my redshirt freshman year, I won the starting job between another, um, my teammate who actually became the starting goalie at Ohio state, Tom Carey, you know, we're same class, um, at Bryant. And so I won a starting job first game of the season, went 50% and we lost in overtime to Colgate next week. They wanted to switch it up. He was a starter for the next five to six weeks, I believe it was. And it was tough. You know, at first you kind of, you're down on yourself, but Hey, I had some meetings with my coach and he, he would always, I remember him telling me, you know, stay the course, good things will happen. Keep on doing the right things. Things will work out for you. So, you know, I didn't pout, didn't feel sorry and kept grinding during practice, kept seeing the shots, um, tr- trying to doing things outside of practice to get myself in better shape and, you know, better hand-eye coordination as quick as possible. And we were, we ended up going one in seven through the first eight games of the season. And then we started getting the conference play. And the first conference game was Quinnipiac. He wanted to open the goalie competition back up after weeks, week eight it was. And I was fortunate enough to win a position back for that week. And obviously nothing was guaranteed, but played really well that week. And the rest was history. Started every game since in my college career. So, you know, you're going to feel sorry for yourself a little bit once that initial reaction comes of you being the backup, but you got to keep, keep grinding, keep showing up every day at practice. Don't feel sorry for yourself and um, good things will happen. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and it did, right. It's good advice. It's really good advice. Stay the course. It's kind of, you know, um, there's two ways to go. I mean, you could get really down on yourself and, and, and beat up about it. Or you can see, or you can recognize the challenge that's right. ahead of you. Embrace it. Embrace yep. it. Yeah, exactly. And, and you know, work your tail off. And even if you don't earn that um, that starting role, you're making the team better because you're pushing that starting goalie to get better. Absolutely. Uh, to, to, to 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 keep his position. You know, to keep his. Right. You're role. pushing. You're pushing him. You're pushing the the starter because usually you're going to be with the backups and they go against the number one offense. So, you know, if as long as if you're improving your game and you're giving them the best look possible, you're making you're going to make their life easier as well. Uh, come game day. Yeah. What about leadership though? So you you come into Bryant, you know, as a as a freshman or, you know, maybe you said redshirt freshman. Mm-hmm. So you don't necessarily have the authority, but goalies need to be a leader. Like absolutely, goalies who are teams who have goalies who are leaders are better. Right. Mm-hmm. So if a kid, if a goalie's listening to this and he goes, yeah, I hear that. I, I need to be a leader. I just don't know how I'm so young. What's your advice uh, to them? I think the quickest way and the biggest thing um, to become that influential leader and that backbone of the defense is know the defense, know the schemes, know where the slides coming from, where our two slides coming from, um, what their offense, you know, when you get into scouting, um, what their offensive sets are and what their motion is going to be like in their offensive sets and start calling it out. You know, um, call out who's the hot guy, call out, not ask who's the hot guy or ask who the two is, you know, say Johnny's on the crease, Johnny, you're hot, Brian, you're two, 
demand, tell them that they're hot and they're too. Um, and just be loud and vocal. And that's the quickest way you'll, you'll earn respect with the teammates. That's for sure. Yeah. I, I, that interesting point. I never understood why goalies yell who's, who's hot. You know what I mean? Like you, yeah. you know, who's hot, like you, you, you know, the defense better than anyone and you have the best view on the field. Like, you know, who's hot. It's your responsibility to set right. up those slides and maybe a two slide. I could get it. Like there's yep. maybe two people who in that area who could cover the two. So you want to clarify there. Yeah, but, absolutely. Uh, I hear goalies yell who's hot. And you're like, what? Right. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta demand it. You know, you gotta know that defense like the back of your hand and it keeps you engaged in the game engaged in the game plan um, that you have in place. And it makes everyone on the field else on the field comfortable that you're back there you know they're comfortable that hey he, this guy knows what's going on he knows what he's doing he, he's in the right shape yep yeah absolutely yeah <clears throat> I often say that you know the goalie is it's like the quarterback of the defense yep. and can you absolutely. imagine can you imagine an NFL quarterback like trying to lead a team when they don't even know the plays a hundred percent you know exactly. they, they, they look ridiculous so like yep. you said <clears throat> you got to study up and, mm -hmm. and learn the defense, learn the slides, just lacrosse, lacrosse knowledge. Yep, absolutely. That's, that's a good one. Any other, any other things come to mind there for leadership? Yeah, the, the biggest thing is just be vocal and just be loud. You know, be confident in what you're saying. Hey, you may say wrong things. I've said the wrong things before. But, you know, don't let it reflect in your voice and the tone of, your, uh, of how you're presenting that. You know, you display confidence. Your defense is going gonna, is gonna to follow you into whatever you say. You know, if you get it wrong, you say, hey, my bad. We'll get the next one. I'll, I'll be better. Yeah, I like it. Be vocal yep. and be loud. Yeah, I often, I often see that as a common problem that young goalies have is they're not loud enough. Yeah, absolutely. And then when, and then when they speak, you know, the, the intonation is one of, of lacking confidence. Exactly. I mean, you, can, you can really tell when someone just even yelling out the ball position. Yeah, right. a hundred percent thing. You can tell, does this goalie have it or not? So uh, right. that's a really good, that's a really good tip that you just brought up there. Cool. Are you a big, uh, pregame ritual guy? Eh, not really. You know, I kind of stay to myself, uh, have the headphones in at all times and just listen to music, you know, nothing crazy, not, no certain drills, um, music and go through the normal warm up. I like it. I like it. All right. Uh, how about mental game? Let's, let's talk about that a little bit. Yeah. Obviously so important, you know, for goalies, uh, mm -hmm. to be mentally tough. What, what are yeah. some things that you do to remain mentally tough? It, it, it's tough to, you know, when I, when you stepped over the questions and I saw that it's tough to think of drills or things to do to be mentally tough. I, you know, this is my opinion. I think you have to go through hard times or go through struggles in order to build mental toughness. You know, mm -hmm. once you go through that adversity, letting in five goals in a row, go go through that adversity of being a backup for for a two two weeks, four weeks, five weeks, six weeks, a whole year, um, and seeing how you respond and come out on the other end successful. That just builds mental toughness, and I, I think it's not something that you can necessarily work on but you have to it's something you can certainly develop um because everybody goes through hard times everybody goes through struggles on the field off the field but you know if you're able to like we talked about before stay the course and stay motivated and get through and do everything possible to get through that you know that builds character and that builds mental toughness so once you get in those situations in the game it's a breeze 
Yeah, absolutely. It reminds me, I, I just, we just talked about this in the last podcast I, I recorded, but it's like a calm sea, uh, what was the quote? Like a calm sea doesn't make a good sailor, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, and, and, and you have to know that by going through that, like letting in five shots in a row, like those are the yeah. rough seas that yeah. you're... And it's going to happen. Every goal is going to go through that. Oh, for sure. Totally. Yeah, I, I don't know. If you, play, if you play long enough, I mean, you're going to have like a stretch at some point in your 100%. career or in a game, you yep. know, where it's just like, you're not seeing it. Yep, um, absolutely. I remember I tra- our, our team traveled to play University of Michigan and we're playing at this indoor, like, their indoor field house and mm-hmm. like the the background is white it's like a white yep. dome and right. i just was not picking up the ball and yep. and you know just just totally it just got lit up and right. you know but you got to go through that to understand how to accomplish that and then the next time you're in that situation you're ready for it exactly exactly yeah um, is there any though, speaking of that, is there any in-game things that you specifically do? Like, let's say, you know, you start out a game, your first game in the PLL, boom, they, they hit five goals on you right away. Is there anything right. like in-game that you're doing to, to try and get back on track? You know, uh, probably just, you know, I, I like to talk to myself a lot in, in, in my head and just kind of reassuring, staying calm, cool, collected, um, trusting that, you know, you got here for a reason. You got in the situation you are um, where you're at in the level for a reason. So you know it's going to work out. You just have to find a way. You know, you're not going to – the same way to get through these situations isn't going to be the same. Um, isn't going to be duplicated each time. So that and, you know, I think being even more engaged in, in being vocal – with the defense, you know, getting even louder, you know, calling out more stuff just to kind of take your mind off, not necessarily, hey, I let him just let in five goals, but hey, what's going on with our defense? Do we have the right hot guy? Do we have the right two guy? And calling that stuff out and kind of taking your mind off of it so you can kind of just relax and, and visualize the ball instead of thinking about the past five goals that went in. Yeah, good points, good points. And, you know, it's it's also about staying positive too. I mean, maybe that's yeah. gonna this is gonna be one of those twenty five to twenty three games, and and you know if I make that last save, like I could still win this game for my exactly. team. So it's not yeah, it's not getting down on yourself. Crap, I haven't saved anything yet. Yeah, it's um, never over until the last whistle. So that's right. Always got to stay in that game. That's right. Um, are you coaching goalies these days? Yes. So I do a lot of private lessons and do clinics out here in San Diego. And I've done that. I've coached at the University of Richmond um, in 2017 um, or 2016 season, I'm sorry. And right out of college and then uh, just been doing camps and clinics and lessons ever since. Cool. What are some common errors you see young goalies making? The footwork, you know, the biggest thing is getting the feet right. You know, if you don't, if you're not stepping, if you're not in a comfortable stance um, and you're not stepping uh, properly or stepping to the ball, you're not giving, you're never going to give yourself a chance to save it, in my opinion. Um, So I think starting with footwork and focusing on stepping to the ball rather than laterally or not moving at all, that's the biggest thing, you know. Um, They're young, so they're going to develop hand-eye coordination down the road. That's going to improve. But the biggest thing that you could, that, young goalies can work on and can improve at that moment is definitely footwork. And if you have a good base, the rest will come. Yeah. Yeah. You see a lot of goalies like at, at the, at the higher level switch to that lateral step to get, mm-hmm. you know, to get, yeah, absolutely. to get more like time. 
Yep. I I am a strong believer that when you're learning this position, you should you should go at the 45 because exactly. it, it really teaches you to attack the ball. Right. Um, and you think about it, you can always draw back. And like exactly like you said, once you get to a level where you've you're at your college level or you're at your peak um, high school level, then you can alter your stepping once you have everything else down, once you know you're not afraid of the ball. But what a lot of youth goalies are, you know, they're tentative. They're, you know, obviously that ball hurts. So they're going to cry sometimes. They're going to be a little um, hesitant to really attack that ball. So I think you, I totally agree with you. You got to preach stepping to the ball, attacking it, not being afraid of it. And then down the road, once you master that, then you can adjust to what, what your needs uh, are best. And, yeah. But yeah, 100% agree with you on that, where you got to, especially at the youth space, you got to get them mentally attacking the ball and having that mindset. Yeah, totally agree. Also, youth goalies tend to be a lot smaller, you know, and, and yeah. by, by, get, yep. by hitting, hitting the 45, uh, you cut down the angle and you can maybe reach a shot going to the corner that you could never reach if, if, sure. if, if you go lateral. So as you said, Absolutely. as you get older you can all, and bigger, you can always, yep. uh, you can always make that adjustment. Mm-hmm. so well awesome um let's see uh oh what's your current stick setup the the weapon of choice yeah so right now i kind of have a grab bag of stuff um i have an stx uh I forget what the name of it is some stx shaft and then i have the eraser two uh with ecd strung up by east coast eyes nice the, the eraser two yeah the eraser two. heavily oh, underrated sorry. head yeah the eraser two yeah yeah i like it like yeah a lot. Yeah, I um I play with it a little bit to, for a blog post. He- heavily underrated that one. Yeah, I, I still sure. prefer the clips too, but yeah, I have one of the. I just got one of those as well uh, from a buddy, so I'm gonna test that out here in the next couple of weeks as well. Cool, awesome. All right, Gunner, thank you so much. Maybe if you could leave the young goalies, coaches, parents out there with one last piece of advice, what what would that be? Enjoy it. Enjoy the position. You know, enjoy the. enjoy the moment of having the game rest on your shoulders and don't be afraid of the ball attack it it'll the pain will eventually go away i love it well we'll be watching you uh in the pll congrats on making the move by the way that that's got to be pretty exciting i think everyone yeah everyone in the the lacrosse community is pretty pumped about it yeah i'm pretty pumped for like the apparently there's gonna be a lot of different camera um like a lot more camera coverage so I'm pretty pumped at the at the footage I can yeah. write down to show goalies. Exactly. So I think they're going to be doing some innovative stuff there, which is very exciting for the game. That's great. Well, congrats on on, on doing that. And um, if people want to learn a little bit more about you, uh, where should they go? Yeah, I mean, I have an Instagram page, gwalt4040. Uh, so um, don't post a whole lot. But, you know, with the PLL, they want us to start creating more content. So um probably be launching some more stuff there so well this is it that's what we're doing right now we're creating content love it (laughs) love it we'll get it going all right gunner have have a good one thank you so much thanks all right take care so there you have it hope you enjoyed that conversation with gunner walt one of the elite goalies making the move to the new pll i can't wait to watch him there Uh, and so excited to see how he performs. Tons of great stuff he talked about in that podcast. Really like the part talking about speaking with confidence. I see so many young goalies emailing me and asking questions about how do I get my team to listen to me? Uh, And that's it. It's really, it's speaking with confidence and, and 
watching that tonality in your voice and not being afraid to admit when you made a mistake, hey, my bad, I'll do better on the next one. So great conversation with Gunnar Walt. Hope you learned a thing or two. I know I certainly did. Lacrosse season is here. I watched college games on TV Saturday. Unbelievable. So now is the time. I know a lot of seasons are starting uh, up pretty soon. Get out there. Get some work in. Be well. I'm Coach Damon Wilson. You've been listening to the Lax Goalie Rat Podcast with your host, Coach Damon Wilson.